Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast, where we help restaurant patrons enjoy their experience by giving them a look behind the industry curtain. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the okay, welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, and on today's podcast, we take a look at bartending from a female perspective. We, of course, always have our good friend Danny DeVilla with us. How are y'all doing today? Well, it's a little bit of a different setup. So we have in studio with us, Stephanie. <laughs> Dodinga. Dodinga. I always mess up your, your last name. Everybody yeah, does. Just, it's all right. Destroyed it. <laughs> no, I, I just waited for the opening. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I did. I, I was waited. waiting to see I what you were going to say. That girl. That <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I, I want to say Dodinger all the time. Then say Dodinger. But I, no I knew it was wrong. It's okay. I didn't say R. I said Dodinger, but it's Dode. Dodinger, yeah, long O. Okay, Dodinger. So, thank you. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, as a background on you, and you're a bartender. I met you as a bartender. Mm -hmm. Have you ever waited tables before? Uh, Yes, I started waiting tables, actually. Okay, so what was your introduction into the business, quote-unquote? Um, as far as the restaurant business in general? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, my first job was at Papa John's, if that counts, when I was 16. But that's not really waiting tables or bartending. What'd you do? Made the pizzas. Okay, still in the business. <laughs> the that's phones. interesting. Yeah. Answered the phones, you know, cashed everybody out. Okay. Um, my first waiting tables was IHOP, though, actually, when yeah. I was still 16, yeah. <laughs> that is super interesting. It, it I learned one thing there. You have to move fast. Everything's... You know, it's breakfast, it comes out fast. You have 10, 15 tables sometimes, and you are running. Wow. So you don't make a lot of money, but you learn to run. <laughs> okay. I thought you would make some money. Mm, I mean, it seems money. like a lot of money when you're 16. Okay. But if you're running your butt for 12 hours, $100 is not a lot of money. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but 16 is a lot of money. Right, right. Okay. But that, that's where you start there. <laughs> that's interesting because I've always been interested to know what, like, okay, how big your sections are at a breakfast place or... I think they're totally supposed to technically be like six tables. Okay. Depending on the size of the tables, but if you... Uh, it depends who's working. If you can <laughs> run, you can get more tables. <laughs> okay, so then uh, Papa John's. To IHOP. To IHOP. 
What was your first uh, bartending gig? Bartending, really bartending, was Howl the Moon. Okay, in, I remember in, that place. In Houston. Ah, I yeah. didn't know it was a chain. It is a chain. The one I worked at was corporate, but there's also franchise. The one that's in there that was in South Florida, I think, was franchised. So if I remember correctly, Howl at the Moon is a piano, dueling piano dueling type piano of bar. bar. Okay. That is definitely how I learned high volume. The bar does not have any seats around it. You are three deep every single day and you just go. Okay. You'll probably only have like six feet in front of you. That's it. And you can ring a lot of money in six feet. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And how long were you there for? Uh, I was there for just about two years. I actually started um, as a cocktail waitress there. I worked at another bar that was another doing piano bar in Michigan as a cocktail waitress. And then when I moved to Texas, I started there as a cocktail waitressing for about three months. And then I was bartending for the rest of about two years. Nice. And what brought you down to South Florida? My sister, actually. She was already in Florida, and we were in Clearwater for about three months, and then moved over to this side because she got a teaching job. So I followed. <laughs> Did you bartend in Clearwater? Yes. There was um, a place called Pete and Shorty's. It's actually it's a chain. There's only a couple of them over there, and then there's one in Iowa, but it's owned by the same company as Hooters. And I like bartended and managed there for the three months that we were there. But we came over to this side, and so Whiskey Tango, and a Dicey Riley's, Blondie's, Casablanca. <laughs> so those, uh, like Dicey Riley's and all those, those are pretty high-volume places. Dicey's definitely is. Blondie's is, depending on the day. Okay. So, but you have a lot of, a lot of space to cover, put it that way. So It's even, a big bar. It's a big bar. Yeah. I don't know the technical footage of that bar, but it's, it's pretty huge. <laughs> yeah, it's long. I mean, the, the property itself spans a block. Yeah, the but the bar goes the entire depth of the block. Yeah. It's just narrow. Yeah, definitely. And which of those quote-unquote high-volume places were your favorite? I mean, I don't know if I really had a favorite. All of them were interesting. The Dueling Piano Bar, it's nice because you have entertainment all the time, although you learn to tune it out because you hear the same songs over and over again. Like, True. Like <laughs> Journey. I mean, I love Journey, but I don't need to ever hear it again. <laughs> Piano Man. Um, downtown is always interesting because people are just crazy. But you don't get busy until about 1230 at night. So it's very a very late night crowd. And what time does your shift start for downtown? Uh, we were there 4 o'clock. Oh, wow. Well, that's and early. And the bar closed at 4 a.m. So you get out there about 530 wow. usually. So 13-hour shifts? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody came in later? There was no, like... No, every, everybody like came in at everybody came eight. in at the same time. All six bartenders came in at four o'clock. Wow. Yeah, so oh, you didn't really do anything for the first hours, at least. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, not till ten, probably. Yeah, you kind of take turns bartending, go get dinner, <laughs> uh -huh. oh, nice. do your hair, and makeup, whatever. Okay. <laughs> you don't really show up ready to work. You set up the bar and then you see what happens. What are some of the challenges of uh, of a high volume place like the? Well, you can't hear anything. So after about eleven o'clock at night, I would stop talking, like actually speaking to people. You just read lips and mouth things to people. <laughs> I would never have thought of that. That's interesting. Yeah, because I, I used to try to scream at people, and then you'd be hoarse after about a day, and people try to like talk in your ear. You're like, I can't hear you anyway. That doesn't do any good. <laughs> wow. So you're not, you're a good lip reader. Has lip reading and hand signals. Besides, there's only so many things. I mean, Bud Light looks like Bud Light. How many Bud Lights do you buy? Two? All right, good. <laughs> okay, got you. Yeah. So that was – that's always interesting. The beach get, is different because you get a lot more seasonal. So Blondie's, I mean, 
you can have your crazy days, especially when they have Tortuga and any of the other concerts on the beach, then you're going nonstop. Other days, you could yeah, I'm sitting around, you have a few people here and there, whatever, where you get to sit and talk to people more. So you, it's kind of more casual. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to talk to people. Sometimes it's nice to, you know, run around like a chicken with your head cut off, but you mix it up. So I can't really say I had a favorite. Okay. Just Speaking. every every place has good aspects. Speaking of mixing it up, uh, how challenging is it? Challenging it is. I know at uh, Casablanca in particular, you had a lot of drinks that were, you know, mixed as muddled, know, muddled, mixed, <laughs> and, and you know, many steps in the ingredients and things like that, and uh, still cover some kind of. Uh, I mean, it's challenging, especially when they had you like five Jello Mojito Wednesdays, and you're just making them nonstop. So obviously, you can't go as fast, but at the same time, I mean. You just do it and get it done. It's not. It's not. It's a headache when you curse it at the time, but it still brings people in. So you can't really complain too much. Okay. <laughs> so I was just on vacation in uh, in Texas. Mm -hmm. Went to a wedding in China, Texas, and uh, did you go to the brewery? Did you go to the brewery? Can you I went visit to the brewery. brewery? Yeah, okay. yeah. They did tours. Actually, the ceremony was at the brewery. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. And then the reception was at uh, you know elsewhere so it was it was very interesting and um but in particular we went to we flew out of houston and we wanted to watch the sunday games and we ended up at a place that i won't say but the the women are dressed kind of uh you know yummy scantily <laughs> definitely not l yummy but definitely <laughs> scantily who was their hiring manager <laughs> They they all looked broken, by the way. Oh, it it was sad. So from a female perspective, like, so I was hey, curious to know that some people, go, I mean, women go to those places. I don't know under what, you know, reasoning, you know, I see families sometimes. What, what do you, what do you think if you've ever, have you been to places like that? Yeah, of course. And what do you, how do you perceive that experience? I mean, it doesn't really bother me. You kind of expect what you're going for, I guess. Whatever. I didn't know but where I was going. Oh. Yeah. So I, so you... I was kind of <laughs> taken aback. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, as far as like working at those places, like I don't really care, but I mean, you can make just as much money, if not more, without having to be like body painted and stuff. So. Have you had uh, places that asked you to dress a certain way or look a certain way? I think there was one place that I worked for about a week that requested you to wear corsets, but they weren't, it wasn't to the extreme where you're actually like wearing lingerie, you're wearing like pants and corsets. Okay. And that wasn't why I didn't stay. Gotcha. <laughs> the place was a hot mess. But other than that. Gotcha. But yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me. But I mean, if, if I can be more comfortable working and still make the same amount of money, why would I do it? Understood. Yeah, it was an interesting experience for me, honestly. I mean, uh, no one looked happy there. And I'm not saying that could no. just be a. It a, could, an yeah, it could have nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with So, yeah, I didn't really take it that way, but all the girls looked very young and way underdressed. And it was a little un unnecessary, I thought. You know, it's nice to look at girls, but, I mean, that was. It was extra. It was definitely extra. 
That's why I'm hesitant to say the name of the place. And it wasn't anything that rhymed with uh, pooters. <laughs> it wasn't there. And, and that's another one that I. That's I don't the word really you chose to rhyme with? Pooters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> Just say it. They all know I, what you're That's saying. like a normal word. Not <laughs> what, Hooters? Yeah. I just didn't want that's to say the brand. That's more normal than Hooters. <laughs> I didn't want to say the brand, nor did I want to say, you know, Twin Cheeks. <laughs> Which that was it? the name of the place? No, Twin Peaks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll take that one out later. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can say it when they're already renowned for their attire. I guess so. That's That's true. And um, so on that vein, so I, I can only assume that as a female and you are good looking, uh, Aww, how do you handle <laughs> being hit on at, at, at work? I mean, it depends on what level it is. Usually you just kind of like, you know, brush it off, whatever. Okay. Like you don't really take people seriously. So you just kind of joke around with them, keep it lighthearted. You can get too aggressive sometimes and. You just kind of walk away then if you can. <laughs> and have you ever um, had an instance where you, you were, you know, concerned or? Uh, I wouldn't say I was concerned. The nice thing about bartending is you have a nice little gap between you and mm -hmm. uh, other people. True. So usually you can back away from them. And the nice thing about blondies is you have a really nice long bar. You just walk to the other end. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's a good way you of Get away at from it. them as soon as possible. And has... If it's, if it's a real issue, though, obviously you can kick them out because there's always security management, somebody who will remove the problem. Absolutely. But you try to curb that before that happens because it's usually more drama than to deal with. Yeah, you seem to have a good handle on it. And you are in a relationship. So how does – has that ever – whether it's this relationship or past relationships, have your bartending ever caused a, 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 an issue in your relationship? Um, yes, but not in the typical, well, I guess it's typical, not in the sense that like, I've seen a lot of guys who date girls that are bartenders or work in the bars that get really jealous and they, you know, if they ever go in there, they cause fights and whatever. I've never had that problem. He's always been really good about it. He's heard, heard the next people saying stuff to me, just whatever, dude, you, like they don't even know. Okay. But the problem I would say lies in the hours. Because he works a normal nine to five, and I work yeah, all nights, and nights and weekends, and it's like, oh, I want to go hang out on a Tuesday because that's my weekend. But gotcha. you're at work. Understood. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, I would say in the conflicting schedules is the the only problem I've had. But I've seen other people have a lot of problems with boyfriends and husbands that could not deal with the attention that their significant others got in the industry. Understood. That makes sense. Yeah. So work-wise, you know, I, I mean, men are very even keel, or some of them yeah. are, I should say. Who you have know. you been talking to? <laughs> See how they look at us. <laughs> See, that's why I ask these questions, because I think I'm even keel, and then she laughs. I feel, so, like, I feel like men are more know. dramatic than women by like, oh, my word, a uh, lot. Really? Yes. In general, oh, my word. My more dramatic? Yes. What? <sighs> Oh, okay. It's, it's, we're not we're not gonna delve into that subject. So. <laughs> that's not? a whole other show. <laughs> I, I want it to be the show. Come on. Oh, man. Anyways, I'm, where were you going with this? My, my perspective of self has been altered. Right, so, so, so let's talk about it. 
<laughs> yeah, in what ways can men be more dramatic? Oh, they they're whiny, they bitch about stuff. They're more likely to be lazy, actually. Okay. Now, do you find that with working with men? No, yeah, I'm talking about like, I mean, no, no, well, no, men, cause, cause men in general are more dramatic, but like in working, working with a lot of the guys. Okay, I feel no, like. no, see, this is because not all of them. Some of them are great. Because we, we, we need to talk about the show and not just go into a, a man woman kind of thing. Because this is the modern way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do you find it? Is it as a woman? Who do you prefer working with, a woman or a man? Behind the bar. Honestly, it really depends on the person. I've worked with some great guys, and I like the dynamic of having a girl and a guy behind the bar because you, you can feed off of each other mm-hmm. and interact with the customers differently. But I've also worked great with some females. so It can go both ways. Yeah, it really depends on the person. But I like to be able to work with somebody that I can play off of. And like the nice thing about working in a bar like at the bar is that you can kind of get everybody into the conversation. Like, it's not like you're at a table where it's just you and this person have a conversation. It's like, well, this group is having a conversation with this group, which is having, you know, so you try to make them all into one big happy family while you're there. So, and if you can work with somebody that plays off of that and like you're talking with them, they're talking with you, they're talking with them, then it's the best situation. Uh, what do you find are the different shortcomings between men and women bartenders? Well, I mean, girls, tend to try to get away with not doing things like lifting boxes, <laughs> putting stuff away. But at the same time, I feel like girls are lazier in that respect. Guys are lazier in the like cleaning stuff up and putting the little stuff away. So as far as perspective, we just need to know our role. So if we're putting it away, uh, yeah. we should be cleaning it up, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, just, okay. I'm joking. But. Just do whatever you're supposed to do. Okay, so that's something I think is worth exploring at least a little bit because not everyone listening knows what goes into uh, a bartending gig, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do you know at least a two-part series on it. And Chris described certain things that you had to do outside of just tending bar, you know, the setup, um, getting, you know, stock and things like that. So when you say like lifting boxes, you are generally responsible for what? I mean, it depends where you are. It depends Mm -hmm. if you have a bar back. If you have a bar back, they'll do a lot of, I mean, again, it depends where you are, what their capacity is. But um, if you don't have a bar back or if you have one in limited bar back then you're putting cases of beer away you're changing kegs you're cutting fruit you're stocking all the liquor wine beer everything okay napkins straws <laughs> gotcha everything you could possibly need <laughs> and you find that in general generality general wise um, men will just uh, gravitate to that because they can do it and then just working wise like uh Maybe they'll talk a little bit too much to a guest and not, you know. No, I've had girls do that too. Okay. I mean, it really depends. I just, I mean, and I don't want to like make it do a huge thing, but like more often the girls will like beg off something or get somebody else to do it for them if it's like something heavier, which I mean, sometimes they need to. Yeah. <laughs> There's some tiny little girls that work behind the bar that, you know, shouldn't be lifting, you know, 50, 60 pound kegs oh, right. like because they can't. Understood. Um, but. Especially in a place like. Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It depends on, on, the, on the girls they hired. Maybe these girls were lifting too many kegs. <laughs> I'm really.
really curious now. I feel like I have to go to Houston just to see which Twin Peaks you were at. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you exactly where I was. It, 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 it just, okay, so I'm always scanning and looking at different things when I go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, we all have do. It, yeah. We all do. But one of the things that I find is very important is is the staff and the demeanor of the staff. Right. I mean, that can make or break a place for sure. And I had no desire to even be there much longer than I was other than me killing time and figuring out where I could do go to next because I've never been to the city. Uh-huh. But just upon uh, walking in, uh, it was sad. You know, the, the, the host didn't have a smile. Her head, her eyes were casted down, barely made any eye contact, slumped us to the, the table. Waitress was the same way. Everyone had that look on their face. And to me, that was an indictment of the of the uh, the management because I I make that judgment. Maybe it's a wrong thing to do, but I I could generally look at how a place is run or how the staff is mm-hmm. uh, towards because you either you know as uh, some people say, you either coaching it or allowing it to happen. Right. And it's it, it was just like if it was one person, maybe, but right, somebody's having a bad day. But if yeah. it's everybody, everybody morale is really low. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> How did you end up going into that one? You just saw it and was like, "All right, well, let's watch we, the sports." Well, we 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 Googled sports bars, uh, and okay. it just came up, and you know, did we you went read in. the reviews? <laughs> I didn't go. You can't really trust the reviews all the time, anyways. Yeah, but. I mean, we're we're dudes, so it was just uh, oh, that was me as my far friends, as you got, <laughs> and um, everything else just sounded kind of mom and pop, or mm. maybe not a sports bar. Like right. we went into another place called Nikki's that came up on the sports bar. It was and no, it said Irish something, and it was neither Irish or. It wasn't even bar. Irish. No, <laughs> Nikki's Italian. <laughs> she was behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "You don't look Irish." She's like, "I'm Italian." <laughs> Lovely girl, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was. Uh, she is 25 years old, and her dad bought the bar 24 years ago. And named it after. Named it after her. Nice. She works there. Her brother works there awesome girl and the weird thing is we were asking her where was there to go and she said oh a lot of my friends that i go to high school with uh work at twin peaks and i said no you didn't <laughs> and we laid into her for even recommending that <laughs> so well maybe it's caught them on a bad day maybe they're all on their or their oh yeah could have been that time of the no <laughs> you stop that right now but here's the thing I'm I, I, I'm a person that there are so many choices in our industry that I don't need to give it a second chance. True. No, and that's true. And even in Houston, like there's no, Houston's not really a tourist town, so you go there and you eat and drink. That's all you do. There's okay. Tons of restaurants. Yeah. Everywhere, because that's all there is to do. Yeah. So you have to be careful because it won't last. Yeah, I I don't feel that I need to give. And and the sad thing is, I've heard I know that there's a, a Twin Peaks in our area. Only because right. of listening to, um, I didn't know what it was. I listened to a there, lot of AM radio, sports talk radio. Was? Oh, no, there still is. There still is. There still is. The one downtown's gone. Okay. There was, there's one on, like, University. Is there a Tilted Kilt still here? No, that's gone. No, that's the one that was that, gone. That's what yeah, that's yeah, yeah. The okay. Twin Peaks, okay, Twin Peaks is on University. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so I hear ads for it. So maybe, maybe they're a little bit more cheery or whatever. I've or, been there before, and they were... Cheery. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I don't want to, you know, blanket cover. 
and it's certainly not a review show. I certainly, you know, I'm not here to to blast, but it is. That's another show, people. That's another show. <laughs> <laughs> but it is uh, um, in the vein of uh, females in maybe not in bartending, but, you know, I found it very, you know, interesting on, on that side of it. Well, it's interesting, too, because some places will only hire females. Some places will only hire males. Mm-hmm. Some places will limit how many they will hire. So it's kind of like what's their mentality be- behind that and what are they gearing it towards? Which is completely fine. You know, you, you go to certain places for an atmosphere or right. for, right. you know, so. Pretty sure Hooters got sued for that at one point. I think they won, but <laughs> either that or they settled. Was it the Hooters thing? The guy wanted to work there or yeah, something? Yeah, wanted to be like a server or something yeah. and. That's I don't know why, but yeah, why? I don't know because he thought he had a case. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, There's people being ridiculous. Concept. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's wild. The concept is the concept. Let them ride their way. That's, exactly. That's, that's why they have to put waitress slash model because then they can specify. Really? Yeah. If you you've never seen that on on ads no. for places, if it says like cocktail server slash model or bartender slash model or whatever, then they can delineate like okay you have to look a certain way oh so they can judge you on your looks right exactly otherwise okay. they legally can't do it models you can judge on their looks exactly because that's their job, that's their job. <laughs> yeah all right you can't really get away from that <laughs> so i'm looking for models yeah <laughs> so, so, so when you own your your bar or restaurant check <laughs> you know i'm not sure if i'm i'm there yet with the uh, owning of a bar it's it's a lot of moving uh, parts that, there is um, yeah it would be a ton of work yeah you have no life would you ever want to own your own bar? I really have no desire. Um, I'm not saying I would never do it, mm-hmm. but it's not on my bucket list. <laughs> so no Twin Peaks fr- franchise for you? No, no. If I owned a bar, it wouldn't be a franchise. <laughs> what's your um, What's your ideal uniform? You own your own place. You have your own concept. What would be the the right thing for a bartender a female bartender to wear and be comfortable and be maybe sexy or whatever well a lot of places do like you have to dress them all black but it depends where it is if it's outside and you make them wear black pants they're gonna sweat to death mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's kind of hot it's south florida um i don't know like the places that i've worked that you're the most comfortable is when you can wear what you want you're behind the. I mean, obviously, if there's a certain classiness to the place or mm-hmm. theme or whatever, you kind of gear towards that. But you're gonna work best in whatever you're comfortable in. True. And you're behind the bar, so it's not like people don't know you work there. True. It's true. Not, <laughs> in particular, for the bartender. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you're. I mean, a server where you know you're just wandering through people, and they don't know who you are, and they don't know who to look for. Yeah. They know where to find the bartender, behind the bar. So, I mean, as far as the rest of the staff goes, obviously, you know, a uniform shirt is probably the best. But, mm-hmm. again, it depends where you are. If it's casual, tank top, t-shirt, whatever. Gotcha. Very nice. Thank you so much. I learned some things. Oh, I yeah. learned that men can be more dramatic than women. And crazy. Yeah. And crazy? They, I know the crazy they, part. They, <laughs> where do you think the crazy bone came? That's kind of the same thing. Crazy and dramatic. They kind of go oh, hand in hand. I mean, uh... You're, you're right, Danny. This is a different show because I, I want to go on with this. So keep going. Right. <laughs> you already told me. <laughs> if anything, I can cut them off later, but you guys can keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
that kind note, of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, thank you very much to Stephanie D. You're not yeah. going to say the last name? No. You can, you can just <laughs> do it. Wow. Do, you're not going to try it. Dodinga? Close. Dodinga. No, you were close the first time. Dodinga. Just say it as fast as possible. Dodinga? Yes. All right. <laughs> she has these beautiful, engaging eyes where anybody goes to her bar. Oh, my God. That's how you know you're finding. Did I not mention relationship? <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Marlon Joseph, the modern waiter, and this is Danny, and he doesn't give a crap. (laughs) (laughs) Like, subscribe, and thank you, and we'll see you next time on the Modern Waiter Podcast. Satisfaction, fiending, your body just starts steaming, leaning, deep breaths become screaming, singing, each curve feels like skiing, trees when we're finished, it's all even, she's in, who's next for tag teaming, weaving, proceed to find three when this one, caught my eye like this one, this one, had curves you make kids from this one, I have to bring back to the VIP, son, this one, could be that one thorough trick, son, this one, it's the one you take trips, son, this one, can get the ice plus the whip, son, this one, could have it all plus get one, this one, you better slow down quick, son.